Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. This year, we're journeying together through the book of Proverbs in the pursuit of wisdom. So glad you're tuning in. I'm Steve Bingley, your host. We're continuing our series on the idol of wealth, and you know, I think it's important to agree that wealth and being wealthy, money is not in and of itself evil. Um, Money is a necessity. God knows that. God provides for us. In fact, nowhere in the Bible does it actually say that money or wealth is evil. It says that the love of money, the love of wealth, trusting in money and trusting in wealth too much, that's where things go bad. And so in the previous episode, we discussed and we had a conversation about how when we simply trust in our wealth and wealth becomes the thing that we trust and place our hope in, things do not go well. Well, we're going to see a second part of that. In fact, when we trust our wealth, when we idolize wealth too much, it will actually reveal in our hearts, and this, this is really remarkable, deeper idols deeper idols. Now, you might be wondering, okay, what in the world is an idol? Well, an idol, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. An idol can be a good thing that we turn into a God thing. In other words, it's something that's created that we give creator status. It's anything that we trust more than God. It's anything that we trust more than the creator himself. And what's remarkable is that any time that we trust something, whether it's a material good or an idea and a concept, anytime we trust something more than God, what will happen is that it will reveal to us other idols, even deeper idols that may be residing in our hearts. I saw um, an amazing book title the other day called The Thing Beneath the Thing. I thought that was such a great book title. And and it's a very poignant description of how idolatry works in our lives, right? It's often we think, oh, I'm just loving money. Uh, That's the idol. Actually, there might be a thing beneath the thing that is money. In fact, that's kind of what uh, the Proverbs that we read yesterday that we're going to read again today highlights for us. Here's what the Proverb uh, writer says. He says, this is the, the word of God in verse 11, chapter 18. The wealth of the rich is his fortified city. So in other words, he, he trusts in wealth. Wealth is uh, his God. And then notice the second part of this verse. It says, in his imagination, it is like a high wall. So in other words, as this person idolizes the thing or wealth, and it is his fortified city, Then in his mind, in his thinking, it is like a high wall. In other words, there's a thing underneath, another God, another idol that we are actually pursuing and chasing, and there is something else that we're we're pursuing. Tim and Kathy Keller, in their devotional, they say this, "Our, our daydreams and fantasies about money not only show us that wealth can be an idol, but they can also reveal our other idols to us. You know, this kind of makes me think about, um, there was a movie, popular movie that came out a few years ago. I haven't seen it, but called The Wolf of Wall Street. It was about, um, it's like a Hollywood version of Jordan Belford, who, I mean, he 
did some illegal things and made a ton of money. But in the movie, what it starts out with is just the pursuit of money. But then that pursuit of money and attainment of that idol begins to show that actually this character, Jordan, he's actually after a whole host of other things, other idols, and his imagination reveals what these things are. You know, there was a, a, a person who specializes in Christian counseling named David Paulison. He once said that there are uh, four things beneath the thing, four idols that control really our other idols. He said uh, it's four things. Here's number one. He said it's power. Power is a longing for influence or, or recognition. So, uh, for example, someone who loves, idolizes money, but is af- actually after the imagination of power, loves money because of he believes that money will give him more power. It will make him look more powerful before other people, and he can you know control his own life and, and destiny. And so that's the imagination, the imagination of not just a high wall, but a powerful wall. The second idol that David Pallison says is is control. Control, it it really is a longing to have everything go according to to my plan. And so David Pallison would say that for some who idolize money, but they're actually after control, would say that the reason why money is valued is because money gives us a sense of control that even if, you know, if I'm not feeling well, I can easily go to the doctors or if my car breaks down, well, that's okay because I can just purchase another car. It's really um, the longing to be in control as God is in control. And so for this person, the wall that they imagine is uh, it's a, a, a wall of safety and a wall of protection that we can control our destiny. The third idol that David Pallison says is the idol of comfort. This is really just a longing for pleasure. And so Pallison would say that the person who pursues money is really after the thing of comfort, which is, hey, I don't really have to, I don't even have to work hard. I can just kind of relax and I could just eat the best food and I could just wear the nicest clothes and I could just kind of live according to my own pace. And so the wall that they see that they imagine is the wall of safety and leisure and comfort. That's the wall that they see. The fourth and final idol that uh, Pallison identifies is the idol of approval. This is a longing to be accepted or desired. And so Pallison would say that the person who is after money but is really after approval is that they believe that when they have more money, that they'll be accepted by a certain group of people socioeconomically or people who are more popular or that they will be desired by, you know, someone who's more beautiful or, or wealthy. And so the wall that they imagine is, wow, look, look at the crowd. Look at the city that I belong to. Look, I'm, I'm so great. I've been approved by these people. And so this is the danger of the idol of wealth. And really any idol is that underneath it can cause our imagination, our, our sin imagination to run a little bit wilder to really chase and pursue after other idols. Now, here's really the devastating downside of idols. Because I, I know up to this point, you might be listening and saying, well, gosh, Steve, this is a real downer on, I mean, it is Halloween day. Thanks for this downer on Halloween day. No, but the reason why the scriptures speak this way and, and the reason why I want to affirm and agree with the scriptures is because Gosh, think about 
Think about the disillusionment and the lack of reality that these idols point us to and invite us into. I mean, because let's be honest, are we ever fully in control of our lives? I mean, you can have the richest person in the world and they are not really in control. You can look at the most powerful person in the world and gosh, in the end, there will always be someone who is more powerful and have greater influence, right? Think about comfort for a moment. I mean, we all long for comfort, but in this fallen world, there will be discomfort. We cannot fully escape um, the reality that life is uncomfortable. And in fact, the more wealthy we become, it actually brings about complexity in our lives. Or how about approval? I mean, the reality is that someone will always disapprove. That if we have a ton of money and if we get in with a certain group of people, then now someone else will not approve of us. Someone else will now reject us. And so the real pain of idolatry is that in the end, it offers so much. It advertises so much and it never actually follows through. It always disappoints. And this is what I love about our Jesus. See, the reason why Jesus invites us to worship him and him alone, it is not because it is objectively true that he's the greatest thing in all of creation. That is true. So he invites us to truth, but he also invites us to grace. See, because he knows that in the end, only he helps us to feel the recognition that we so long for only he is truly in control and we can rest in him only he can provide the true comfort that we need only his approval in the end will cause us to feel secure and safe and so the invitation of jesus away not just from the idolization of wealth but all these other things is so that we might trust him and in him there is no disappointment. So will you look to him? That might be one of the first starting places to see the power, the control, the comfort, the approval that's available in Jesus because he is the best. Another starting point could be what Tim and Kathy Keller recommend, and I love this radical generosity, they say, to God and and the poor is a critical starting place. And I think that's so true, is sometimes how we see this wall for what it actually is and not allow our imaginations to take over is we look at our neighbors. We look at our neighbors and we see their need and it actually brings us to reality, the reality of this fallen world and yet the reality of of the kingdom that Jesus is building. So view your wealth as a gift from God, but do not view it as God because That will disappoint us. But instead, we have the ultimate wealth in the person of Jesus, his goodness, his presence, and his salvation. God, would you help us to see you for who you are? You're the great Savior, and in you, there are pleasures and the wealth of all that we need spiritually in you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. 
For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day. Thank you.